So rich. Paul, it's good to see you. It's good to see you, too. People don't know this. We went to summer schedule because you were out for a couple weeks in Lebanon uh, doing some work and also on vacation. I took a couple days off. So summer's over, baby. It's it's July, but... We're not Europe. It's it's hot startup summer. Fun is over. Yeah, no more fun. Yeah. I want to pitch you a whole theme and concept for the rest of our lives. I thought I told you not to come up with any, any ideas while I was away. What have you been doing? Sorry. Here we go. Okay. Th- wait. So this is an idea, uh, a theme for the rest of our lives. Yes, that's correct. That's, cr- that's correct. All right. Well, all right. So. First, we got to take a step back. We are launching a product, and it is going to be out relatively soon. It's out in limited beta right now. Mm -hmm. You know, we told people, if you DM us, uh, we'll get you in on the beta. That's actually true. If you're a Ziadi Ford listener, we'll march you right to the front of the line. Yes. So go ahead, DM away. Uh, Glad to hear from you. The product is called a board. And a board, we have three verbs that we're using with a board. Um, Collect, collaborate. Organize. Actually, I got them out of order. Collect, organize, collaborate. Sorry. Sorry, everybody, for that order. So what it lets you do is bring in lots of data, not just data from the web, and it tries to make it really smart and clean it up. When you say data from the web, you just mean a link. Super bookmarks. Yeah. Visual and easy Mm -hmm. to use and so on. And then, but you can also add your own. You can make your own stuff. You can type your own. Yeah. When people see that, when people see it look pretty, they're like, ah, it's like Pinterest for everything. And I'm like, no, because you can, it's also like Google Docs for everything. Yeah. So, all right. And then you can talk and chat and comment. Like you can Mm -hmm. work collaborate. You can also publish out to the world. And so, and everything can be nicely organized and tagged and so on. It's very visual. We're very proud of it. So here we go. And there's a funny thing that happens when you're launching software. And I've thought about this with some of the work we've done before and the way that we organize the agency. You kind of need a theme. And I I don't mean... You might tie this up into brand equity. You might tie this up into mission and so on. I'm just going to call it theme. Okay. You mean like a vision? Not even, just let, let's stick with theme for a minute. Okay. Okay, because the themes tend to be like, first of all, there's the theme of, I'm going to make a lot of money and change the world. That's the classic startup narrative. We're going to blow up the world and we're yeah. going to get a lot of money. Yeah. Um, I, regardless, I, you know, we like to make money, but I don't, that is not what we walk in in the morning and do. We walk in the morning, we go, how's the product? Right. We don't. Yeah. As an end goal, money we i mean and this was the case even at the agency uh that we ran when you're only aiming for money it tends to like misalign a lot of the things that you should be focused on i mean it it really does like you can't you can't just do that every day you deliver a great product that people love even if you're a bank you have to have like a good experience or people just go to another bank yeah you can say i need your money yeah Yeah, that's not gonna cut it give me exactly so anyway um Okay, so so there's like the classic startup theme. I'm going to blow up the world. I'm going to change everything. I'm going to change the world. Change everything. Everybody's going to see. And I think a lot of that is always like, everybody's going to see how smart I am. I'm going to show them how. They're going to, woo, look out. Here I come. 
Yeah, look, I, I mean, I, I do respect the sort of naked ambition of a, of a startup founder, right? Like, I have felt that ambition in different times in my life. Right? It's cool. I mean, it's ridiculous and it's very risky and it's, I, I, I embrace it and I, I, I applaud people who try to do it. It is, although I will say when you're outside of it, talking to someone who has the vision, they, are, uh, they sound bananas, right? So it's just... Some lose the script, right? Yeah. I, I've, I've had interactions with with founders of fast growing startups they're like so what what is your plan and they'll say i'm going to make a billion dollar company there's that there's also i'm right. people in the future are going to use this instead of google and it'll be like a smart shoe right it'll be like yeah, yeah okay yeah. i'm not quite sure yeah. how that's gonna look i think thinking big is okay i think when you think big money yeah, it gets it gets complicated. Humans right? humans get confused. So there's that narrative, and there's a growth narrative: grow, 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 grow. Yes, and um, and also we're in a space where there are a lot of competitors. We're not alone in wanting to organize the world's data on the internet in, in a collaborative way. In fact, I think a, a trend of sorts seems to be taking hold. There's a few others that are trying to double down on the web and give people great tools to collect stuff off the web, which is cool to see, by the way. I think it's very validating for us. That's the thing. In the past, I think we would have looked at them and been like, they're garbage to hell with them. But No, it, it's good for us. It's good for us. We're going to crush them all. That's a separate <laughs> when, thing. When I see that people have been able to gather attention and create utility, that is a net good, right? And like, okay, if we can, where are we going to live inside of all of that? Yeah. And, um, What's been on my mind a lot, and I was thinking, I was thinking, because you know, I went and I went to Asbury Park, New Jersey, big trips, sat in the ocean for a minute and thought, and I'm like, what on is a boat? No, on a on the on the sand. Oh, and okay. um, and I thought for a minute, and I was like, you know, what what is this thing? What is the narrative? What is the theme? What do we talk about? And you mm -hmm. know, what we talk about a lot hmm. resilience. We talk about how Lebanon has been through it. And uh -huh. how quickly and how, how complicated it is to respond to st stressful economic situations. And, okay. how, like, and we talk about our own lives and how they've had some real ups and downs, especially in the early days. I mean, if you're 50, yeah. you've had ups and downs. <laughs> what, what do you do most mornings before you come in or many mornings before you come in, right before work? I uh, have some breakfast and I work out. Um, do you work out because you're going to be the most handsome man in the world and the most powerful? Um, I, I already checked the handsome man box. So <laughs> no, that's not my goal. Um, it, uh, I, you know, I, for me, working out is very much mental as much as it is physical. Mm -hmm. um, it's also like I need that ugly piece of resistance in the morning that I have to climb over sure. to, to get going for my day. That's my own brain. Other people work out for different reasons, but yeah, it's very meaningful to me. I also make my bed. I, I make sure. my bed every day. Interesting. I didn't know this about you actually. Yeah. It's the first time I've ever learned this after 10 I, years. I, I, I like it. It, it, it brings a little order to my day. I'm not the neatest guy in the world or anything like that, but I, I do make my bed no, before I, get, I leave the room. I get this. And then you come home and the bed is made. That's that's good outcome. But you know, when I look at why you work out, you're not actually your your normal amount of vein. Like you're not extremely vain in any. No, way. no. Also, it's it's a diminishing return. Well, and, and you're, uh... <laughs> you're 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 no longer as young as you used to be, right? And so, yeah. like, when you talk about it, you talk about it in terms of resilience. You want to be strong and flexible, and to be able to age in a more gradual, controlled way. It's control. Yeah, it's great. Like. 
not being active, you start to feel as you age in less and less control. Yes. And, Look, and, and, and also you're fighting time. Like you literally, I mean, this has been documented. You could see, see it in writings and documentaries that it slows down the aging process. But that's not my goal. It just no, makes I mean, me mentally align. It just lines me up. Look, yeah. the miracle of semaglutide showed up in my life. I've lost about 50 pounds. I have plenty more to lose. But I have, I've been on my bike a lot lately. Yeah. I've been doing more lately. And it's nice. People say like, hey, you're looking good. You know, yeah. good for you. It feels good. It, it does. It feels good. But the, the real deal is that I was in no way, like health events and life events could really knock me off the track when I was at my biggest. Yeah. And I couldn't quite get control of it. And it really sucked. And what I feel is not this like, I'm going to look great. I'm going to have some before and after photos that get everybody all hot and bothered. That I could give a shit. Yeah. But what I love is that I'm going to be more able to respond to the world around me instead of having to like kind of retract from it. Yep. Control and, and adaptability. Exactly. And yep. so what I'm realizing is that as people who are starting a company in midlife like we are middle-aged men flat out by definition we <laughs> yes, are we are we are thinking not about taking over the world right and, and we're also not thinking about everybody saying what good boys are we reality and, and success in this is that we actually disappear it's nice we're on this podcast but people if this thing succeeds no one will be saying boy rich and paul no our heads are not going to be in the logo and, and but also yeah. just like this the the founders disappear with successful products. Nobody knows who Sergey Brin is, who isn't us, right? Nobody, yeah. you know, yeah. Elon Musk is unusual in that he wants to be this relentless voice. Yeah. But most, most people just focus on the products they use. That's right. Right. And so like that's success. This success in a funny way to me is true life success is I'm able to react. I'm healthy. Um, I work with a few people that I like, not a million. Yeah. And I have, uh, and frankly, I don't need credit for the things that I put into the world. I would like to see other people do things with mm -hmm. the, the, the things that I put in the world. And then I looked at, and this is where I'm going to finish pitching and then I want you to give me feedback. Um, and for listeners, like this is an actual, like Rich and I briefly talked about this before, but I'm actually throwing this out to see what, what he makes of it to see if this theme is going to line up because the mm. theme will in influence the copy we write and the story mm. we tell. And it actually turns out the story is not quite as important, but almost as important as the software when you're building. It's things. hugely important. So, um, when I look at a board, what I see is there is, when you look at social media and you look at the other tools that get built, they're built for all kinds of environments. And actually what I'm realizing is a lot of them have a very, very strong opinion about trust. And, and let me explain that for one second. So yeah. the problem with Twitter right now is you can't trust anybody on it. You can't put anything out. If you put anything out there, you can be attacked at any moment. And people are kind of at war. And actually, one of the things that's fun about Elon Musk is because he's such a bad leader for it, he's just turned it into an absolute cage match of, of human misery. It's a form of entertainment. It's now. I mean, it's, right. it's in its true form, right? Like it used to be at least people would pretend to be nurturing on there. Yeah. And now it's just like, you don't believe in my kind of socialism. I'm coming at you for the next six Everyone's days. Everyone's lost their minds. It's just amazing, right? So very low trust environment is how I would put it. And you can't even trust that like your DMs are going to remain private anymore. There's a lot of threats. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. As, as Twitter... 
uh, as I mean, if we're going to focus on Twitter for a second, imagine when we use these platforms, right? We tend to pour a lot of ourselves into them. Like sure. our, our information is there. Our family photos are there. Our identity is very much shaped by these platforms. You, you can log into other things with them. Yes. And, and what ends up happening most of the time is that the platforms themselves actually, there's a pact. It's like an unwritten pact that like, I'm going to do you right because I am going to observe your behavior and probably sell it and put ads in front of you, but I'm going to do you right. And I think what's happening with Twitter, which is interesting, is that he's essentially saying, I am in God mode. I didn't make that deal. I didn't make that deal, right? And so it's a lot of implicit threats. It's it's almost corny. Like it's it's such a goofy style of aggression. Like it's just the corniest. It's like the Steven Seagal of like technology. It's like a lot of flexing, but the person's not actually a kung fu expert. He's just an actor. No, right? like it's a lot would, of that. To the point that he wants to have a cage match with Mark Zuckerberg. Which would I would watch. I'm not going to lie. Gonna, I don't know. Look, if it's I, entertaining yeah. from a, like a just a social observation. I'll get it on BitTorrent with Divex. I'm not going to like you know. But but what you're talking about is 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 is. You're touching on something really important, which is I don't think people appreciate how fragile it all is. You know when they appreciate it when like Google Photos goes down. Yes. That's when they appreciate it, right? Let me go the other direction. Environments in which okay, we admit that no one can trust anyone else and like everything is needs to be structured. Now we go the other way to enterprise software, Salesforces and ERP tools. If you want to accomplish or do anything in those tools, you have to be given all sorts of rights and permissions that are set into the database. It's inversed. So zero trust it's in inversed, a funny right? way, right? Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I don't, I can trust the platform, but the platform doesn't trust me. Yeah. Right. Have you ever seen Microsoft's policy manager? Oh yeah. No, it's no. A it's a remarkable piece it's of software. Endless. And I've been thinking about, I've been thinking as I've been thinking about all this stuff, I've been thinking about my friends. I have a friend, Pete, he listens to this podcast. Hi, okay. Pete. Hi Pete. I'll tell you what, if there was a bad flood, I kind of expect Pete to show up in a canoe. <laughs> out myself. Like, I, you know, I have that relationship with you too. Like, it's just like, yeah. And and people have that relationship with me. Like, I better show up. Yeah. It's the, it's the deal we made. Yeah. Right. And what I realize, what I really want to build, and mm-hmm. what I want a board to be, mm-hmm. is resilient software for building communities like that for for that kind of trust. And if you look at the decisions we made in the product, I'm not coming out of left field with this. It's a very trusting product. You only get to bring a few people in. Like we mm-hmm. haven't set a cap, but let's say eight, right? Like mm-hmm. eight smaller people. circles of people. Because the people who come in can move the cards around and change the they data. They have power. They have power. Right out of the gate. We are giving people power with the assumption that it's not for 50,000 people. We thought about that. We mm-hmm. thought about, you know, because Slack will do that. Slack will get you to 30,000 people. They can talk in all the open channels, mm-hmm. et cetera. That's not a board. A board is about getting the thing done, organizing it, and the people who get the people who come in as an admin, as, as a creator, you have certain powers. Like you can publish the board. Not yeah. anyone can say, "I want to make this yeah. all public." You know, mm-hmm. There's, mm-hmm. you can kick people out over time, and we, yeah. we're figuring all that stuff out. But the reality is, we are creating this very constrained, trust-driven environment mm-hmm. for high levels of collaboration. And when I think about resilience because the world is messy right now and needs more resilience mm-hmm. like just, that's mm-hmm. one of the big climate words mm-hmm. i think a lot about how we've architected this product because it is actually built with a very strong point of view about 
what that means. And I don't, we've, we've never said this out mm. loud, right? But mm. it's just like, I think we have built a resilient software product where people on mobile phones can coordinate and work together to achieve certain goals. And that goal might be like, let's pick a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, the goal might be like, I want to buy a fancy car. Like that's life. Mm-hmm. But it might mm-hmm. also be like, hey, uh, boy, it could really use someone to pick me up because a uh, little trouble coordinating babysitting today. You know, okay. it, can be, it can be stuff like that. And so people do that. I mean, I want, I want to, we're doing this in real time. Yeah. We've never rehearsed this. You're pitching me on it. What's different? What What's different about a board versus WhatsApp where I can talk to my friends about a babysitter? WhatsApp is a great coordination tool because it's incredibly easy, right? Like just like I'm in there. It's talking. People are here and I'm talking, but it is a big part of trust is accountability and a board has a lot of accountability built in. And I don't mean like workflow. We can do that. We have Kanban boards and you can do all that stuff yeah. with the board. Yeah, yeah. But what we, what we have instead is like, is the data. There's a memory built into it. We have reached a point where we just assume that there is no power to create permanence with anything on the internet. So we keep tabs open. We email ourselves, ourselves. Yes. There's a, there's a, browser add-on has like a million downloads all it does it's called send it i think or yeah. send to you all it does is email you the link you're looking yeah, at but, but back if you think to your account that is a, everybody understands that system those are easy to filter yeah. like it does that's a lot of what's good yeah right Are there uh, resilient is a fascinating word. You're saying you can trust the platform. Is that what you mean by resilient? Partly, the platform needs to be up and needs to be operating, but it's for creating resilience. So let me. Let, the example would be more like. Mm. So how do you get to resilience in a messy climate, chaotic world where politics are no longer as stable as they used to be? Mm-hmm. You can go on Twitter and you can get really upset in public and you scream. Not a lot changes as a result but you get affiliated with certain classes of screamer yeah and you can go attack the capital i mean there's all this stuff right you're not solving anything no what where where all change that and sort of safety comes from and this is where lebanon's in my head a lot it's that small unit in lebanon it's the family you know but it's like Mm. that small group Mm. of people who are like you know what we got i see i got these bags of rice and i need to get them to hungry people in the neighborhood what's the tool i'm going to use i have to get 500 bags of rice distributed yes you're saying that the narrower groups and the tools given allow for more resilience because you're going to create yes you're going to create a more resilient group if there's high trust and there are goals and there are there is clarity. Yeah. Whereas large groups, mass media, social media is mass media, yes. by the way, and everyone wants to be heard, right? They they love it when they get the hearts or they get the the retweets or whatever that it's called now. Um and but nothing's getting done. You're getting nothing done. No, you're that's getting right. maybe social acknowledgement, maybe. The, right. the number one tool that I see in your life that you use to build resilience into your family is WhatsApp. You're on, you're on, you're talking to people in Lebanon, you're talking to people, you're moving money there are around. There are WhatsApp There's, groups. Yes. Yes. And you're moving money around. You're, yes. you're, and by moving money around, I don't mean like banking. I mean like you're saying, hey, we're going to go to dinner here or like, hey, I'm going to get you a hundred bucks. Or yes. just like, There's a lot it's of- It's a smaller trusting group. 
But it has no memory. It's just an infinite scroll. I think that's that's the rub, which is it's very near term. It's very transient. And and I think... What are we doing today? Who's bringing what to the barbecue, right? I can't address climate change in WhatsApp. I can talk about it and share a link about it. But if I really... like, Let's say I had a business... That is you do. Like, I mean, you could declimatize this apartment, right? You could be like, "Hey, we got to put." Yeah, I, we went and got solar. It was I like think a, that's what you're talking about here. Right? For my wife and I to get solar in, in Brooklyn because of various like regulations was a 12 month process. It was a disaster. Yeah, yep. and now our electric bill is 20 bucks a month. Hey, yep. you know, pretty cool. But yep. but like. Yeah, the the conversation and the structure around that was just kind of ongoing, and it fell to my wife. Let me let me take it full circle here for a second. You know, our tagline, which was, you know, mocked by a good friend of ours who we trust, collect, organize, collaborate, collaborate. Um, is like things you can do with the thing. Yes. Which isn't very good as a tagline. It's very descriptive. Well, it's my tag. I came up with it. It's not great. We're wrestling with all that. You go to Notion yeah. and it's just like, it's wiki. It's a document manager. It's a big, they're, they're about like, hey, we smushed it all together. Yeah. What you're saying here is that chat and open tabs doesn't scale up to bigger things that you're trying to get done. And that the platform here allows you to create structure, to create mechanisms of accountability so that you can do bigger things. Like, yes, you can use chat to decide on pizza for tonight, but that's transient. It's going to move on and you'll never think about it again. You don't need that log, right? No. You you all coordinated. You're going to eat the pizza. Exactly. And then it's done. Exactly. But here's where it breaks. Where it breaks down is, let's pick something not as ambitious as climate. A wedding. Yes. Like the, 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 the level of orchestration and collaboration and, and frankly, knowledge gathering, which probably happens in some insane way in, in like, I guess your browser or you heart stuff and you go it back does, to or it. Or you use the not or whatever, but there's always this responsibility. What happens in the wedding is there's always one party, usually the bride who does all the work. Yes. And then kind of informs the husband. Yes. I don't think we're going to change that dynamic necessarily, but at least the husband would have less excuse to be uninformed. I, I think I think the bride is relying on a bunch of other people. The husband and the, 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 yes. the, the bride and groom are relying on a bunch of other people. It's a mess today. It's a sloppy mess. These are dynamics that are that you find when you hire an agency to do your branding. Right. When you hire a, a personal trainer to, to help you achieve, train for a marathon. These are dynamics today that happen in straight up what are classic communication platforms, but there's more to it. Than you know that. what would make me feel really good is when the bride says, this was really helpful for us. And actually, we skipped so many fights because you know what that marriage is now? It's more resilient. They've, they have a tool that they use to communicate and that makes a better fundamental relationship between individuals and now they can do more in their marriage. Can a board fix your marriage? Yes, that's what I'm landing on. This is the marketing I was <laughs> looking for. That's the new headline. Fix your marriage with, with a board. board. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like this. I, I now, think l- let's be real. Like it's not, doesn't mean that you're going to go to a board.com and it's going to say resilience. Like no. It, yeah. No, I, th- I look, I think, I think the world is, feels very chaotic. I don't, and I think it's always been chaotic. It's just, we get to peer into it. Like yeah. now there's like no anesthesia anymore. It's oh, just, no, you, just you, guts everywhere. You literally see the whole thing. It is yeah, wild. And, yeah. And I think, you know, what we're, what we're creating here. And by the way, 
that could you were creating something that for calmer, more productive places for people to interact and get things done. And that could be a, a company. That yeah. could be a team inside of an organization. It could be a family planning a trip. It doesn't really matter. And this is sounding pitchy, but it's genuinely what no, we're heading this towards. This is the goal. The goal is to take anyone who, to, to increase resilience inside of organizations. That's how I'm putting it for. And, and, like, and by we, organizations, it could be you and your extended family. Yeah. And I mean, what does that mean? It means we were, we trust each other more. We got a lot done. We felt that we were accountable to each other and we feel better about going into the next thing. Yeah. Can software really do that? No, but it can get out of the way so the humans can build those relationships themselves. I, I'd love to, I, I want to drive the next podcast we record and talk about software getting out of the way and how hard it is to make software that gets out of your boy way. is it well we should we should record that podcast really soon yeah we should uh who sponsored this podcast paul well this is where it sounds intensely hypocritical but a deeply resilient piece of software that will help you and your team become more resilient it's called a board aboard.com uh go ahead and sign up or dm if you'd like early access and uh, we'll get you in there a board is for um, collecting data, including or adding your own data, and collaborating, organizing it. It is a hell of a platform. It is pretty and cool, and we love it. Uh, we're excited to get out in the world. It's coming. It's coming real soon now. Yeah. And uh, uh, check it out. And check us out on Twitter at Ziadi Ford, and send us an email hello at ziadiford.com. We are your podcast advisors here to help and help you get more resilient. Anything else, Rich? No. All right, let's cool. make the world more resilient. Damn it, let's do it. All right, have a great week. Bye, everybody.